What's up, everybody? It's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, aka Malachi36. I'm here with It's the Nine Ball on, guess what? The first episode of season three, 2022. Or, whoo, I gotta correct myself. It's 2023 up in here. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing all right. Fan How you doing? Freaking tastic. I'm doing pretty good. I mean, technical issues uh, for anyone that's been following along um, the little uh, USB port issue that I've been having with my, with my PC has returned. So now you guys cannot see my face. You guys can only hear my voice. Um, and then I have to have these headphones on because the USB for my, uh, my AirPods is one of the USBs that's not working as well. So... Just may either A, just need to do an entirely different setup, or B, I just need to maybe get rid of this case because I, I didn't have that problem until I, up, uh, until I upgraded to this like little cool-looking case, but I don't know. It's just it, it's, just, it's just a whole lot that's going on right now and uh, technical-wise. Um, but other than that, pretty good. Bengals won on, uh, on Sunday against the Ravens. That was beautiful. That was fun. Ready for the weekend. Been getting inside my FanDuel a little bit, so like the hundred, the extra hundred bucks that they, the free hundred bucks that they give you, so you can go betting and everything like that. I, I dove in that a little bit, uh, and if and if the Seattle Seahawks win against the 49ers, which is unlikely, but if they do, I'm going to be getting some good old dough up in there. <laughs> all that. Um, been getting caught up on all my animes and been playing a lot of FIFA, getting further inside Mass Effect. And uh, here soon, I'm actually going to be um, getting my HBO Max going because The Last of Us is going to be airing on that if it's not airing already. So, yes, 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 yes. What's new with you, man? What's, what's been happening? What's been going on? i actually been watching a lot of movies and catching up on certain movies. Uh, still playing through Control, Grounded. Anime-wise, I've not really watched much of nothing. I've seen stuff about it. I've heard some shows, and I've been pretty happy. <clears throat> a couple weeks back, and I've been anticipating this, a couple weeks back, they did announce, when they announced that Henry Cavill was taking over 40K, 
um, development. I was very happy about that. If it's one universe that's underrepresented in the United States, it is Warhammer 40K. Yeah. And I hope he releases some pretty good movies. It's crazy over there. They also released some shows, but they're coming to Warhammer Plus. Everybody wants Warhammer Plus. Heard that. Um, outside of that, I haven't been doing too much. Just relaxing, I guess, watching some TV. Like I said, watching TV and enjoyed family over for the week. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I meant to, I meant to ask you. So, for anyone that also obviously follows us or, any, or listens to us on podcasts, podcast uh, services, uh, out, like not live, you guys are watching the recording or anything like that. Um, we actually intended to stream last Thursday. We were going to go ahead and do our all things gaming last Thursday. However, there's a couple things. One, I was debating if I was going to have us do a stream last last. I said Thursday. Tuesdays. That's how you know it's been almost a month since we actually been streaming. Um, but yeah, but one, I was debating if we we're going to do anything last Tuesday because one, it's like fresh off of the holiday, and I wasn't even sure if there was even going to be a whole lot of video game news that was going to really be happening since uh, video game like organizations, the actual industry, are just now starting to get back. Um, but then two, what sealed the deal was that on Monday night there was a, a football game, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Bills, and there was an incident that took place. And that, um, well, thank God, Demar Hamlin is okay and he's awake and he's he was discharged. I think either y- this morning or yesterday or something like that, and he went back to uh, uh, Buffalo. Um, but it was one of those scary moments where it's like a life and death situation. And that was obviously, like, everyone's eyeing that very, very closely. Which, ironically, we're going to talk about very briefly today um, in our Fun Ones discussion. But ultimately, that's what kind of led for us not streaming this uh, past Tuesday. Uh, and then following on Saturday, we have a recording that's going to be up going up live here. Uh, not live, but it'll be posted up here uh, in, within the week of us doing the Video Gaming League. Uh, we actually added a couple people to the roster. And that's actually why I wanted to t- take this uh, discussion too first before we actually start uh, diving into uh, the video game news. It, 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 are you cool with that there, Nightball? It's the Nightball. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool. Cool. So, uh, for anyone that is very, again, like I said this inside the recording, which you guys will see inside the post later on, but for anyone that is not familiar with how fantasy gaming works, it's very similar to fantasy football. The couple differences is that there's no... Uh, you're not against one person uh, each week. You're against everybody through the year. And how you score points is that it's on a 100-point th- uh, scale, 70 points being the threshold. Anything above 70 points on a review gains you points. And that review is being pulled from Open crit- Critic slash Metacritic. Anything that's being uh, under 70 points on a review loses you points. And anything that's right at 70, you neither gain nor lose. And then there's also a little uh, caveat in there that's called counterpicks. And you can counterpick a game that one game, everyone has one counterpick that they had to do during the drafting period, which is now over. Um, but uh, you had to choose one game, and that game it has to be on another person's list. And you have to think, and typically you want to pick it that they, you don't think that game's either going to come out or you don't think that game is going to do well. If the game comes out and does not do well, like say if it does like a 60 of 100, then you as the counter picky 
gets 10 points because that's 10 points below 70. If it comes out and does great, so you got 80 out of 100, then you as the picky, counter picky, gets negative 10 points because that's 10 points over 70. And then if the game does not come out, gets delayed until 2024, then you just screwed up that opponent of yours because now they have a, a, a vacant spot. They can't drop that game for another game to potentially get any points. So, just makes it a little bit interesting. And we have two new members to add to the uh, scenario for this year. So here's what the roster is looking like for competitors of 2023. We have It's the Nine Ball, which last year was at the bottom of the division, followed by ALWT Gaming, which was uh, second to last. LSB Live was next in line. Silent is next after that. Mildew Carrot ended second. And then uh, we have in uh, the last roster that you guys will recognize is Ohio. But the two new additions that we have for this year is Dr. Keese, a.k.a. Shaolin Keese, and Gravity Mark II, a.k.a. Gravitron, who's going to be uh, joining us today. And this is what our lists are looking like. And I see you already filled your list out. You beat me for Tekken 8 there, by the way, Zaka. Um, yeah, I figured somebody else was going for it. I was going for it, and I bid it on it, but I didn't think you were going to outbid me like that. You definitely outbid me for sure. Uh, so Zaka Corp has this on, on his list. Legend of Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Redfall. The Wolf Among Us 2. The Plucky Squire. Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. Uh, Warhammer 40k Dark uh, Space Marine 2. System Shock and Tekken 8. He has an open spot that he can pick up. And he has a counter pick of Sons of the Force. ALWD Gaming, represented by me, has Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, Hades 2, Forza Motorsport, Xbox Series X, uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, and I have Oxen Free 2, Lost Signals, which was a, uh, a pickup game. And I have quite a few open spots now that all my other <laughs> all my other takes was was actually outbidded for. And then I have the other ones you went out for. I went after second eight. I went after Dragon Age Dreadwolf. And uh, you, what did you put down five for each? No, no, I put down. I put down. I think I put down ten for second eight. And then I put, I put down fifteen. Yeah, and I put fifteen down for uh uh. Either ten or fifteen down for Dragon Age Dreadwolf. I didn't think anyone was gonna jump on Tekken Eight like that, which is like like the only other person I could think of that was potentially going to get Tekken Eight would have been Doctor Q, and uh, even for for him because he doesn't know that this is his first year, I figure he's gonna make a rookie mistake and not put in a bid this early. So I was like, all right, well I can sneak that one for myself, and then here comes Zaka Corp, and I, nope, not today, not today. I have a counter pick of Black Myth, which is a Wukong game, which I think is going to be incredible. My thing is I don't think it's going to drop this year, which is why I counter picked it. Uh, I actually think the opposite. I think it's going to drop, but I think it's going to be okay. Really? I just, I don't, right now, the way, I know it looks really good, but it's nothing gameplay wise. Are you, did you see the gameplay for it? Yeah. Cause they have quite a few gameplay mechanics, and it looks it looks absolutely stellar. 
I know it looks absolutely stellar, but a few games dropped like that before, and that was like Godfall and oh god, what was that one? Babylon's Fall. I, but actually, actually, absolutely. actually, Godfall and Babylon's Fall. Actually, for both of them, they didn't have enough gameplay. For Sun Wukong, they have a lot of gameplay. I want to see. I think it's going to probably hit. I'm not saying it's going to drop real low. I think it's going to be mid seven. I can I can potentially see that now. But if we have time at the end, we're going to go ahead and sit down. We're going to watch a, the, uh, some of the trailers together, just to see if there's any trailers that you haven't seen uh, of some of of Wukong because it it looks like it has is easily going to be game of the year easily. Um, the Callista Protocol. <laughs> Uh, well, even for even for that, that's a high expected game. But even for that, they didn't have a ton of trailers for that. They had some trailers, and they had a lot of talk because it was the original creators of Dead Space making their own Dead Space, pretty much. So there was a lot backing behind it for that reason. But there was there wasn't nearly as many gameplay trailers as there was for Wukong. Uh, next up, we have Illuminatus Living, aka Illus Be Live, has on his list. Resident Evil 4 Remake, Hollow Knight Silksong, Octopath Traveler 2, Like a Dragon Ishin, Sea of Stars. And it has five open spots. It has a counterpick of The Wolf Among Us 2. I'm surprised. I didn't think nobody knew about Octopath Traveler 2. And I didn't even know you could get Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yeah, yeah. The, like, the, the remakes, it, it, there's a difference between remasters and remakes, obviously. Rem yeah, that's what allowed me to pick up System Shock. System yeah. Shock's actually in a complete remake. System Shock. Oh, interesting. I don't know what the Yeah, it's the spiritual successor. It's basically what inspired Bioshock. Oh, okay. This is the beginning of it. Gotcha. Well, there you go. <laughs> um. Uh, in next up is Titan Brain Go Punch by Silence. He has Fire Emblem Engage. Lies of P, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Pikmin 4, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, uh, Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line, uh, Theater Rhythm, I think that's how you pronounce it, Theater Rhythm. Yeah. Uh, Final yeah. Bar Line, Metro Prime 4, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. He has two open spots. He has a counter pick of Bayonetta Origins, Cereza, and The Lost Demon. Which I feel bad for Dr. Q on that one because that was the final game. He he had to pick one more game before he dipped out. And he let that go to auto pick. And that's what it picked for him was that Bayonetta Origins game. So I'm, he... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm worried about that one. I mean, it... It doesn't look like a... Who are they making this for? It doesn't look like a Bayonetta game at all. Yeah, it's because it's not. It's, it's like I mean, it's Bayonetta because because of the title and it's an origin story, but it's not a it's not a, a Bayonetta game. It's it's like it's almost like the the Final Fantasy uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, cri uh, Forever Crisis. It's like it's similar to Final Fantasy Ever Crisis, but. Even with that, like, Ever Crisis is more like appealing the than this. Of Cerberus. Well, that's kind of what that is. Like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so, yes, yeah, so like I said, I feel bad for Shaolin Keys because he, he didn't he didn't want to pick that game. It was a <laughs> system picked it for him, and now he can't drop it. He's stuck with it now. Uh, uh, Carrot Patch Inc., a.k.a. Mildew Care, has Hogwarts Legacy, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Wild Hearts, Company of Heroes 3, Sons of the Forest, and has a kind of pick of One Piece Odyssey. 
Dr. Keys has Suicide Squad, uh, Kill the Justice League, Dead Space Remake, Alan Wake 2, Dead Island 2, and Bayonetta Origins to Resident of the Lost Demon. He has a counterpick of Forspoken, which actually might be a good counterpick. I don't know. And that one's a, a straight toss-up. I, I can see that one being a, a pure 50-50. Yeah. Um, I probably, for him, I really should have went after Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Remedy's games are generally middle of the road. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing that on most of the ratings. Um, with Alan Wake being one of the stronger titles, most of them usually get like around probably mid sevens, mid seventies, low, real low eighties. Most of them don't even break eighties. Mm-hmm. But they might not even launch. Um, yeah, that's another thing that you have to consider, too, whenever you're, you're doing these things. Yeah. Uh, next up is Gravitron, who has Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Forspoken, Atomic Heart, Black Myth Wukong, Skull and Bones. It has five open spots still, and he has a fi- counterpick of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which honestly is a very smart pick. If it drops this year, which I will be super ecstatic for, but... If it drops yeah. this year, then Gravitron is securing last place. <laughs> oh, God, I already feel bad for him. Look at all the count. It's like everybody went after him. Yeah, I mean, look look at his list. <laughs> that That is counterpick heaven right there. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing, again, nothing like uh, Black Myth Wukong. If that comes out, I'm royally screwed. Uh, Forspoken has a chance of being really, really good. I don't think Sports Book is going to score more than an 81. I think it, I think at most it will get a 79. At the lowest, it will get a 67. That's what I think is going to happen for, for Spoken. But Skull and Bones, they, Ubisoft does not know what they want to do with that game. Yeah, and the problem with that is we already got, uh, what's that game on um, Xbox? Sea of Thieves? Yeah, Sea of Thieves. And I thought it, uh, Sea of Thieves is out. Yeah, Sea of Thieves has been out for a while now. I, I, yeah, me personally, I like the Skull of Bones look better than Sea of Thieves, but I don't like the more I'm hearing about it. To where it's just like you have your crew, but you're not really getting off the boat. You're just managing a boat. Then I don't, I don't that like that doesn't sound enticing to me. So we'll have yeah. I have to see I have to see more of what Skull and Bones has to offer. Hopefully they'll have a demo, so I can check it out before. I decide to buy it because I would like to get Skull and Bones. I wouldn't mind it, especially if it's going to be a more serious Sea of Thieves. I would love to have something like that. Open world pirate game. You're going from sea to sea. You're getting treasure. You're fighting other pirate ships. You're fighting other pirates on land. Like, I would love to do something like that. But if majority of the battles are taking place only on the boat, I'm not wanting uh, this the, the Mayflower Tycoon. You know what I mean? I want, I want to have an actual pirate ship game where I'm able to... You know, you know the pirate version of the Oregon Trail. Exactly. I don't want. I'll need that. I'll need that in my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> and M- M- Moga Mako had a great again is uh, uh, Diablo Four, uh, Diablo Four, Starfield, Assassin's Creed Mirage, One Piece Odyssey, Stalker Two, Heart of Chernobyl. And his entire list, his entire pick was counter pick. I mean, was was auto picked. It was auto draft. And uh, his counter pick was Skull and Bones, which is a pro- is honestly probably the smartest. The, when I'm looking yeah. at this, that is top three of the smartest counter picks out of all the counter picks that we have. 
Yeah, it's got percentage counterpick that's been counterpicked sixty four percent of the time. It has it really? Let me see. Counterpick. Yeah, sixty sixty four point six. Yeah, I think that yeah. actually is. What about counterpicks here? Um, I, I you know what? Let's do that. I want to talk about the counterpicks percentage. So, Zaka Corp, your counterpick percentage, you have fifteen percent of people uh, counterpick the same game that you have for Sons of the Forest. Black Myth Wukong. Uh, twenty-seven point five percent had uh counterpicked Black with Black Myth Wukong. Um, a Wolf Among Us two, eighteen percent had counterpicked that game. Um, Bayonetta Origins, thirty-four percent had counterpicked that game. One, yeah, it's not a not a Bayonetta game. Yeah, One Piece Odysseys, thirty-six percent had counterpicked that game. Forspoken, 54%. 54.6% people have counterpicked that game. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, 32% uh, have counterpicked that game. And Skull of Bones, yeah. So Skull of Bones has the best counterpick percentage out of our entire list. Yeah. Very interesting stuff there. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we'll be going to keep you guys tuned on a weekly basis as we navigate through the year. And see how that goes. But for now, let's get into the stories right here. With story number one, Final Fantasy 16, PS5 over PC. Levi Winslow from Kotaku says this in the article. Final Fantasy 16, the upcoming installment in the long-running JRPG series, drops on June 22nd as a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Uh, he did not say this inside the, the thing, so I, I'm just going to add in there. He is talking just, uh, specifically about console. Okay, Back to the article. The exclusivity is a bit of a bummer as other Final Fantasy games, such as Final Fantasy VII Remake, were also available on PC. And, okay, maybe he, maybe he doesn't understand the story. <laughs> we're about to find out. I'm going to keep reading. And the last mainline entry, Final Fantasy XV, was multi-platform. Unfortunately, at least for now, the new Final Fantasy game will remain on PS5 only, according to the game's producer, producer, uh, uh, game's producer. Producer Noki Yoshida, uh, uh, Kalaquili, known as Yoshi P, um, was interviewed on at a Mahjong tournament over the weekend, where he asked whether Final Fantasy 16 would come to PC, something Square Enix confirmed when it revealed the game almost two years ago. However, despite the detail found in the footnote at the text at the bottom of the trailer, Yoshi P said that the release information is wrong, according to the rough translation by Japanese gaming news Twitter account uh, Genki uh, underscore JPN. In fact, there may not be a PC version coming at all, as Yoshi P is apparently suggesting folks going out to buy a PS5 instead. End quote, end story. That is very interesting. I... For a minute there, as I'm reading this, I thought it looked like that Levi Winslow did not know what he was talking about <laughs> as I was reading it. I was just like, does he not realize that it was revealed as a PS5 and PC at the PlayStation Showcase? So I thought that was very, very interesting. This, uh, like, I, Again, I was thinking at first, he just did not know what he was talking about. Hearing now that it's only on PS5. So I... I put in my little two cents when I was reading the story. I take that back. It's not, it looks like it's not only P, uh, PS5 and PC. It's only on PS5. That is crazy. Uh, he might be having some problems. 
Why do you say that? Here's the problem. If you put down PC in Final Fantasy and PS5 and then say, no, that is considered false advertising. 100%, yeah. Um, let me see. I'm just checking sudden. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's coming out. God, I'm on GameSpot site. That that is very. Now here's the one thing I will say. I personally don't think that it is never coming to PC. I think. No, from what I'm gathering, it looks like it may be time exclusive. Probably about a couple years, which. Well, not a big deal. That's what Final Fantasy VII Remake did. It came out on PS4 first, and then it was out for a full year, year and a half. And then it came to PC. So I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens. Um, but yeah, no, it's just very... Like, that's what I think had happened. I think what happened is that it was supposed to be PS5 only. And then maybe a year or two goes by and then they bring it to PC. But the, the uh, PlayStation, PlayStation apparent or whoever it is that was doing the advertisement for Final Fantasy... Uh, uh, for Final Fantasy... Um, uh, 16. It sounds like that they just, in general, um, probably jumped the gun and put PC and PS5 at the same time. So I think what it, it, it was intended to happen is that it's supposed to be for PS5, only promoted for PS5, and then, hey, guess what? Two years later, here you have, have it for PC. Modern community go crazy. So yeah, what were you about to say? Um, I don't, there's a couple, I don't know, understand as to why, I know it's got nothing to do with Final Fantasy, but I don't understand as to why Square Enix just doesn't merge with PlayStation. To be honest, the last few games have all been PlayStation exclusives. With that aside, I mean, that uh, that's pretty good for, uh, for PlayStation, getting some exclu exclu okay. exclusive games. Mm. Um... I think it's going to be a good thing. I mean, I would love to... I'll probably get it. <clears throat> Normally, I get them anyway. I get, I'm get. i probably going to pick up Final Fantasy 16 on PS5 if it's good enough. I might pick it up on PC at launch to see if it's any better or what's up with it. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks good. I mean, it, like I said, it's going to be a pretty strong title. You're getting a pr very good title to come out. Final Fantasy's generally at the very least now I can understand some of the storylines on Final Fantasies aren't the greatest because some of them are so convoluted that they stop making sense mm -hmm. but most of the time at least the graphics are very nice mm -hmm. and I think this one this one is shaping up to be very good looking it's looking very beautiful I'm sort of interested I want to see the specs like how big is it going to be yeah, that is the last go ahead that is a real question because I had to think about that just now. Final Fantasy 15 was like what, a hundred gigs? 15? Yeah. Let me look that up right 80, now. 80, I think 80, 100 or something. Because I know on PC is around 80, 90 gigs, and I know Heart of Chernobyl 2 is like 150 to 200 gigs. Now I think I think that you know what? Hold on one second. <clears throat> There it is. 
So as I'm looking at it right now, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 15 is 50 gigs. Yeah. 5-0. 50. 50 gigs on the, uh, I'm looking on the back of my PS4. You mean on the back? Like the back of, like, I have the hard copy of the PS4 of Final Fantasy 15. It says it's six, uh, 50 gigs uh, big. Uh, from what I'm seeing, it's saying 100 on the PC. I don't, I don't know what they're getting that from because I'm literally looking at it on the back of this one right now, like the back of the actual cover. It may be that plus the um, all the stuff. DLCs and stuff. It. Yeah. Yeah, could be because, I mean, they did introduce Conra Comrades, which was a, a big like, a game in itself. So I'll, I'll be right back. We'll put this up. But, yeah, yeah go ahead and discuss your thoughts. <laughs> Um, I guess, like I said, with that one, I'm, I'm really waiting for, I mean, I don't have much to say on this one, it's pretty straightforward, I'm hoping that it comes out, give me one second, let me go do something real fast, sorry. Yeah, you're good, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited about this, I'm, I, obviously, like, I was already going to get it for the PS5 already, so, just for me to actually hear that's only going to be on the PS5 only, Honestly, excites me. Not in the fact that I don't want PC gamers to enjoy this game. I want I want as many people to enjoy Final Fantasy as much as they can because I absolutely adore the story. I love the content. I love the fighting. I think that Final Fantasy has one of the best things, at least for me as a gamer, that I could ask for in a, in a game. The here's the, the reason why I'm excited about them only being PS5 only is because now they can only sh they can shift all of their focus and effort for one type of system. They don't have to worry about backtracking into PS4. They don't have to worry about making a certain version for Xbox. And now they don't have to worry about making a certain version for PC, which is news to me. They just need to focus just on the PS5 and make sure it run runs. And that also kind of gives me hope and excitement that they might be focusing even more on the what the DualSense controller can do and the capabilities of the PS5 with that SSD that's in there and 3D audio if you have the headset or whatever. So it just makes me really excited to kind of see that potentially come to fruition with this uh, title. Yeah, it did that to be honest, like you said with Final Fantasy VII, because it only launched on PlayStation 5. And even, even if it comes on PC, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason behind that, because you're gonna make it for that first, launch that, make sure everything's fine on that. So really PC's not an issue till later on. And most of the time, they said the demo anyway is running on PC. It's just using a, it's just using PS5 specs. Hmm. For so Final Fantasy 15? 16. 16. There's a demo out right now. No, the one they were showing like as a trailers and stuff. Oh, gotcha. gotcha okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Story number two. Still on the PlayStation Nation train. Sony's leaked IP? Jason Finelli from GameSpot says this in the article. The iconic duo of, quote, the video game industry, end quote, and leaked secrets has allegedly struck again as footage of what is port, uh, purported to be branded uh, a brand new franchise in the PlayStation portfolio has leaked onto the web. According to the Reddit post hosting the footage, a new project with, in, with industry... Insider Dusk Golem has nicknamed, only saying that the that it's based in Europe. 
A follow-up image posted to Reset Era implies the studio could be out, uh, uh, could be Outriders developer People Can Fly, as word read on the leaked footage's HUD uh, matches an internal code name shown on the People Can Fly slide deck. Uh, the game is allegedly a sci-fi themed RPG developed entirely on Unreal Engine 5 in partnership with PlayStation 4 PS5. The footage shows a futuristic game where a, a character aims a gun at a massive structure that appears to have tentacles sticking out of it. The footage has been archived and is unable to be reviewed as of writing this. So I actually was going to go ahead and take a look at that. I wanted to check on YouTube to see if we can see what the footage is, to see what the leak is, and maybe even piece together what the game could potentially be. But according to uh, 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 Finelli's uh, post onto uh, GameSpot.com, that's no longer a thing. So, so oh, it's still there. So for you, uh, Nineball, as I know you're you're a pretty big sci-fi fan, correct? So, does that do anything for you to hear something that might be inside the lines of potentially a Starfield or a, a friggin', um, uh, I, I guess, Mass Effect-style world or whatever, like, uh, Outrider-style world? Does that excite you as a sci-fi fan? Really, I want to actually see it. I mean, it's... Really, for me, I just want to see it. I want to see what it is and how it plays and stuff. It may be that potential answer to Starfield, but probably not. And here's the reason. Everybody knows that Bethesda's Call of Fame... I said screw in there. Um, Bethesda's Call of Fame isn't what most people think. Most people try to compete with their games, but... The reason why most Bethesda games do well is not because of Bethesda, it's because of the community behind Bethesda. Bethesda usually makes their games highly moddable. Excuse me, and they let people go to town on them. That's one of their name things to fame. And to be honest, making it a PlayStation exclusive probably won't do that. Number two, people can fly don't really know much about them. I think I believe the only game of theirs I've played is Bulletstorm. Got if it. I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. Yeah, they, they made Outriders I, too as well. I never really played Outriders. Yeah. Yeah. I know they was having. Huh? Do you, you still have Game Pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to jump on Outriders at some point. I'm not sure if it's Outriders is still on Game Pass, but it is cross-platform and cross-gen. And I own it on the PS5, and I got, like, I'm still towards the, be the beginning-ish stages of it. Like, I want to say, if I had to put a percentage sign on it, I'd probably be about 15% into the game. Um, but I, I did play Judgment and Painkiller. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God, Painkiller was so over the... I don't know now about people can play the game. <laughs> Painkiller was so over the top. If I, it's, Is this what I'm thinking what I'm thinking of, right I think that's the one about Heaven's Assassin, Dan. Okay. And Satan got kicked out of hell, so they had to send down Heaven's Assassin to go, yep. Yep, and Purgatory was offered a deal to defeat the invading force of Lucifer's army. Yep. For in exchange to be allowed to enter heaven. <sighs> I, I don't know. 
I have to see the game. Same. Yeah, so again, for me, like, I'm not the biggest sci-fi person. Like, I just, literally just got around to getting hit to Mass Effect. And the, really, the only reason why I gave Mass Effect a chance is because I love Dragon Age. Like, I, I adore Dragon Age 1 through Inquisition. And, uh, and something within me was wanting to get back to Mass Effect recently. Be, uh, mainly because of the choices and all that good stuff. And seeing how close I was of beating one at the end of last year, uh, and then picking up the story, because like that's also been a huge thing. Whenever it comes down to sci-fi movies, shows, all that stuff, the way that they talk is off-putting to me. Like, what do you mean? For for example, I like I know I know that FTL stands for faster than light, right? No, that's not always true. Um, it depends on the sci-fi universe. See, but that's 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 the thing. Like I. I'm getting. I got hit to the point point that I know that in most cases that I've encountered, FTL stands for faster than light. Yeah, but then, that. well, yeah, you put that. But then, like when they start going off and talking about quantum physics and all this, no, like, I was no, like, I don't, no, not, I don't no, understand. Do all the ones I've seen literally do that to some degree. Some do it much more than others, but almost every single one of them has to do with some sort of like. Captain Commander military talk and I was just like I don't know what you're talking about you're, you might as well be speaking Spanish so it's just like literally like I, I for Mass Effect it was doing that but I I eventually caught on to what they were talking about and was able to dissect that into I now know what's happening but honestly believe it or not as much as I love Final Fantasy 14 Final Fantasy 14 does the same thing but it's not like tech talk it's not like futuristic talk. It is old English. So when you're saying like, oh, this person, they jest or whatever like that. Like that means that they're joking. But if I'm like, what's a jest? Like what are they talking about? And they typically talk that way pretty often. So like for a good portion of the beginning of Final Fantasy fourteen, I had no idea what the heck they were talking about. And I was like, okay, this is a little off-putting, but I love Final Fantasy. I like the world. It's still beautiful. So I st- And I like MMORPGs, so I was still into it for that reason. But then eventually something clicked, and now when Alpha No speaks, I know what he's talking about whenever he's speaking poetically in Old English. And then same thing for Istola. And like whenever, whenever, whenever someone's speaking now, now I know what's happening inside the store, uh, story of the game. And... So that that's kind of how it was off-putting for me is that whenever it gets to sci-fi stuff and Star Wars and all that stuff, I genuinely don't know what's happening and I genuinely don't care because they haven't grabbed me. But now I'm inside the universe for Mass Effect and I'm riding that through since I now know what's happening. With all yeah, that being the- said, a new sci-fi IP doesn't do anything for me. So Starfield does not look appealing to me. Hearing the story of this IP for PlayStation, even though it could potentially be a Starfield competitor, I feel like we're putting Starfield too much on a pedestal at the moment, but that's the only thing we can really think of right now, because I think that's the next biggest thing that Xbox fans are looking forward to right now. So, like, for this being a potential Starfield competitor, interesting if you're in the in the sci-fi universe, but still does zero for me. It's, it's well, for me personally, in the science fiction, it depends on the world. Most of the time, they're almost, for me, they're almost the same as fantasy in a lot of ways. A lot of fantasies will talk about rules, and they, for me, sometimes that's the reason why I can't get into some of them. They 
go-to bits, and then they use more or less magic as a way of covering things. Oh, they did this! Oh, it was just the magic he used. Like, yeah, okay. But, um, sci-fi does similar things. It just depends on which world you're in. If you're on a world like Aliens, like, I don't know if you, have you ever seen, what is it, uh, Aliens? The movie, yeah. Okay, you've seen them? Not all of them, but some, because, again, I didn't care. <laughs> like, I think that's all two. Like, which is the one where the girl was bald and she was pregnant and she jumped off the edge? Oh, my God. Why did you watch that one? And I'm, I'm just saying. No, that Why one. did you watch that? Did you watch part two? Did you watch Aliens about the Space Marines? I've seen a couple of them. And I just, I just know that, that that's the only one that like is burned in my mind. That one was terrible. Hey, I'm just saying in general, they all look the same to me. <laughs> that one, no, they do not look the same. That one was terrible. Why did you get that one from? I didn't get it. It was, I was at, I was in New York and it was on TV and I was watching it. I was young. Why did you watch that? No. It was there. It, it was, it was Alien there. Alien 3 was terrible. It had Charles S. Dutton in there. It was terrible. I, I, I don't know. It's it. and again, terrible I, today. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know, and I genuinely did not care. You it, didn't, it didn't grab Aliens, me. you got to watch. You probably would like the second part more than the first part. Because it's even though it's sci considered science fiction, it's more like nowadays than um, what you think it does. A lot, a lot of things you see in movies and video games with like Marines and stuff, you'll see it in Aliens. Like, yeah, I've seen this before. I've seen a tough as nail guy walking around with a cigar. Yeah, that's... And you've heard like the infamous, you know, uh, who was that? Bill Paxton scene? Mm-hmm. You know, the game over, man. Game over, man! Mm-hmm. Game over... Yeah, that's from Aliens. Mm-hmm. But, um... Science fiction is, for me, like I said, it's a lot like fantasy. It's very close to fantasy for me. It's just the problem is basically, in this case, I don't know nothing about the world. I like going into worlds like when I went into 40K's world. I actually hit it by accident because I was watching like what, like, I want to say it was something about uh, the history of World of Warcraft or something and they went in a 40k in Warhammer and I was like what is Warhammer and then I looked up Warhammer and I ended up getting sucked in the world but the um, the world in 40k is totally different than the, let's say the world of Star Trek which is totally different than the world of Star Wars I'm pretty sure you like Star Wars don't you? I'm, I don't Okay. Like, I, I'm I, like, I don't want to say I don't I, I'll take it back I don't say I don't like Star Wars because uh, I definitely enjoyed Star Wars Episode One, and but I never like. I think I even saw a little bit of Clone Wars, but I never really like. I didn't care never, about the. You never. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. That's that you just never dealt in like dealt. You never really cared for the world. Yeah, I never cared for the world, and that, like part of that is because of how like it was already confusing just at presentation. Like if you went, if if I were to tell somebody right now, all right, if, like a, a brand new person, they just became of age and they're able to uh, get inside the universe. Like, hey, I want to start with Star Wars because I know that that's an iconic movie. And man, I'm I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm like, yeah, great, okay, this is where you're gonna start. And you're like, yep, I'm starting at one. You're like, no, you gotta start at five. Like wait, what? No, you want to start it. You want to start it. It goes in numerical order. 
I would tell him to start at four, five, and six. Give yeah. it one, two, and three. That that's what. That, but that's that's what I'm saying. Is that why do I have to start them at four, five, and six, and then go because to like one, two, and three? One, one, two. Well, one wasn't that bad. If you like politics. But, but that's again getting back to what I'm saying is that like it's all just the presentation is already confusing. Just the presentation yeah, alone, and it's that, really oh. And and now they have even. Hold on. Sorry, I think somebody might be here. But anyway, um, but like they even they even now even now they have. Uh, it's a little like it's even now like for the newer movies that came out with Ray and all that stuff like those are they're still expanding on the world and they're try, and they're still connecting it to some degree to the past worlds uh, or the past movies but I have zero connection with all of it and I've seen three of the four newest movies that came out like I actually watched those because it was following like Anakin's daughter or whatever, whoever it is, Han Solo's, Han Solo's son and Ky- Kylo uh, Ren or whatever. Yeah, I've, I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm. Well, in this, like I said, I like science fiction, but I like different styles. For me, um, I can watch Star Wars, but I don't really follow it like that. I'm not a huge fan of the Star Wars universe. Yeah. My, I remember because my father used to watch them a lot when I was younger. That been watching all like WrestleManias with him. And mm. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, just the Star I'm, Wars universe. Sci- I'm more of a Star Trek. I was always more, I think, Star Trek than Star Wars. And even even for Star Trek, I same thing. Like I just did not. I could, really could not get into like like if Star Trek and Star Wars are supposed to be considered the best sci-fi of all time, then it's just like I'm completely out of the dark on sci-fi. Then if that's what's being considered as the best of all time. Like, I think for the me, next one that's up behind that is Dune. No, it would be... It's actually those two... Actually, Warhammer is actually real high. A lot of people don't know that over here. Overseas, Warhammer has two titles. Warhammer Age of Sigmar, which is basically... I don't follow that one, because I don't really follow, like... Like, I know you follow fantasy. I don't really follow fantasy. Age of Sigmar is actually their fantasy title which actually started it. And then you have 40K, which is their... We're going to use science fiction very loosely here because this is more like sci-fi horror, mm-hmm. which is the second one. I know Dune's also big, which is also a big sci-fi, but I never really followed Dune like that. Yeah. Um, actually, my, my, buddy, uh, uh, my buddy had actually bought me a book uh, and it's it's actually uh, I, I haven't read it yet I haven't started to um, but yeah but I actually I have it it's, and I guess it's the whole beginning of, of Dune or whatever and, and apparently it's I, I don't know if Dune I, I can't I don't know if Dune came out before Star Wars or if whatever because I, I know that there's some sort of controversy between Dune and Star Wars and something like that I don't know what it um, is I just know there's something along the lines like that trying to think Star Wars came out I want to say in the 70s oh there it is which came first Doom and Star Wars it's just Star Wars really grabbed the title it was sort of funny because they interviewed like Jay who made it um, George Lucas 
-hmm. he didn't even know it was going to blow up like really when he created that oh it looks like they did it looks like Doom did come out first but um is that that Doom came out first looks like it um I was about to say I I thought that that was the at least what my buddy was giving me the book it made it sound like that that was like the original Star Wars and then Star Wars came out yeah, he said it was really like a show. They was, he thought it was going to be popcorn fodder for like this, for like um, the weekend people. He didn't know it was going to blow up like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jedi Council. I am your father. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Like you, you pretty much are where I'm at on certain fantasy. Most like I play Final Fantasy. I don't really follow the story. And oh god, I've never even seen Harry Potter. I've watched like pieces of it. I can't get into Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't get into Harry Potter either that heavily. Like I started, I think I watched the. Okay, so I, so my history of Harry Potter is I started watching the first Harry Potter, but it was like at ten at night when I was a kid. Yeah. And I started watching it, and like, and mind you that I that I am a kid that. I'll stay up late playing video games, like three o'clock in the morning playing video games. But again, that's something that I'm interested in and I'm, and I'm actively moving in and everything like that. I'm sitting there watching a movie and not fully understanding what's happening. And then I just end up falling asleep because it's just slow. So it's a slow pace for me. And it's like two or three hours long. I was just like, okay. I then like, I left Harry Potter alone for a while. And also it doesn't help the fact that um, no, no blame of my parents on this one, but my parents didn't want me watching or reading Harry Potter because at that time it's all witchcraft and I'm a Christian and everything like that. So it's just like all witchcraft and they're doing this, they're doing this and everything. <laughs> like they took it a little far, but it was just one of those things where I was just like, all right. So I never really got into the Harry Potter theme. And then years later I went to go see, I think it was the fourth one. Is that the Goblet by Fire? I've never seen one. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I went to, because I, I ended up, I didn't really care to go see it, but my group of friends I was with. Literally like eight, nine of us, we all wanted to go see it. Like they all wanted to go see it. So I was like, all right, let's go and do it. So I went there and I was watching it and it was actually really good. And I was like, all right, let me go ahead and go back to watch the first one. Because I wanted, at that point, I wanted to get into it. And then I went back to the first one and same thing. I'm older, but I'm falling asleep at the same area. I recently went ahead, like, not, I want to say recently, but a couple years back, I finally watched the first three and then. Um, I got to the fourth one, which is the God. I think it's the Goblet of Fire. It is the fourth one. If, if it's not the fourth one, it's definitely the third one. But I think that's the fourth one, and it, which is the one that I did like. And then I stopped there, so I still have like three or more to go, <laughs> technically, before I even get to like before I can say I completed Harry Potter and everything. But yeah, just that world just doesn't like. It's cool to have the magic and everything like that, but. The world in general, the the actual plot itself, doesn't really do anything for me. It's not. It doesn't gravitate me. That may be one of the reasons why you didn't really like Cyberpunk too. Also, well, no, I I, no, no. Here's the thing. I I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed Cyberpunk from what I was able to play. I just kept on getting crashed on. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't get into it because it kept on crashing. So I was like, all right forget this I'll, I'll wait until they patched it now they patched it but all these other games are out that i'm getting through and i'm like i'll, I'll get to cyberpunk eventually but they just waited too that, long <laughs> yeah just put it in the back i mean it ain't gonna go nowhere yeah yeah they just, they just waited too long so there's that yeah. 
Oh, oh wait a minute. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's, I was about to say, speaking of magic. Speaking of magic. Yeah, we can just jump down to four real quick and come back to three. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We're going to switch. We're going to play a little little video game shuffle here. You know what I mean? So, uh oh, it's magic. No. Dalton Cooper from Game Rant says this in the article. Uh, <laughs> he like, I like transitioned that. <laughs> Creative, right? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is currently the best selling game in Steam, despite the fact that the game doesn't come out for another month. Anticipation has been high for Hogwarts Legacy since it was first revealed in 2020, with many Harry Potter fans counting down the days until they get to play the open-world action RPG for themselves. When Hogwarts Legacy was first announced, the game was expected to launch at some point in 2021. However, the Hogwarts Legacy release date was delayed a couple of times, ultimately pushing it back to February 10th, 2023. There has been some more Hogwarts Legacy release dates shakeups since then, with PS4 and Xbox One versions delayed till April and Switch version not coming out until July of tw uh, 25th. Uh, and that was April 4th, by the way, for a PS4 and Xbox One. Those planning on playing the, PC, uh, the game on PC, PS5, or Xbox Series X can still look forward to the February 10th release date. End quote, end story. So again, we were just talking about Harry Potter, big following, all that good stuff, fantasy. Doesn't do anything for me besides the fact that it is uh, now granted here's the one thing that they can get me inside of a harry potter game if it was multiplayer i would have been on, i would have been on there immediately immediately because it's not multiplayer i'm going to take my time with it maybe even wait for it to become a potential playstation plus game so we'll just kind of have to see but it's exciting news right there from mildewy carrot uh, which is the the Harry Potter stand here for ALWT Gaming? Like <laughs> Harry Potter expert. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So I'm very excited for him. Um, I, I'm assuming this this news just does the same for you as it does for me. It doesn't really do much, correct? Yeah, I got a couple things though. Um, first of all, we have to wish our meal to be happy birthday. Yes. So. Yes, birthday. yes, yes. Happy, oh. happy birthday, Mill Dewey Carey. And Barely Levu. They both share the same birthday. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, today's Barely Levu's birthday as well. All right. Um, while this doesn't do nothing really for me, because we just had a discussion about it, I told you where my knowledge of Harry Potter goes. But <laughs> this is starting up a very interesting trend. If you look at um, Final Fantasy sixteen. Even the IP leak and this, they're all going to be launching basically on PlayStation 5. And this is starting around June. Mm. This is going, like you told them before, is trending. Uh, when did you say? Because you were saying it was going to be. When, when, we had to talk about that. Probably, I think last week, I believe. Was it during the um, selection? We were talking about the. When you think it's going to turn more PlayStation 5? Oh yeah, yeah. We were talking about it was it was on the um when we were doing the it was on Saturday when we were doing the fantasy gaming league and and uh, LSB Live was talking thinking that's gonna be another two years for PS4 games to stick around versus them phasing stuff to the next gen. It's looking more like it's coming up now, pretty much. I mean, we can look at these. This is a PlayStation Five, and this is launching June twenty second. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on now. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC, which is all next-gen stuff. No, I'm talking about Final Fantasy 16. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. 16. I'm betting that leaked IP is probably going to be a 5 exclusive. I think for Harry Potter, the only reason why is because it was pushed back. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They're already developing it for the PS4 at the time. Yeah, and yeah. they already announced it for those. Yes, I 100% agree. And also, even going back to what you said before, the leaked IP, it says it right here in the article, um, right here at this uh, towards the, towards the end. The game is allegedly a sci-fi theme RPG developed entirely in yeah. Unreal Engine 5. So it's already kind of hinting right there. That's going to be PS5 because of Unreal Engine 5. PS4 can't handle Unreal Engine 5. And then in partnership with PlayStation 4, the PS5. So it literally says it in there uh, without complete context, but with context enough to be like, hey, I don't think they're focusing on the PS4 anymore. Yeah, which is good. They needed to. Um, Because the only thing that will do is hold them back. Exactly. Yeah, and that, that that's when we when we were having our discussion and and slight debate, if you will. That's kind of what I was bringing up on over to uh, LSB Live is that even for next gen alone, because you have X, just on the Xbox side, you have the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X. They're both technically next gen, but the S is less powerful, and even for next gen stuff, developers are asking Microsoft to drop the Xbox Series S requirement. They're asking them to do that for even a next-gen uh, console because it's hindering them from being able to move on forward with the Xbox Series X as much as they want to, as quickly as they want to. So if they're doing that for next-gen uh, rivals already within the industry, they're definitely not going to be worried about last-gen. So that's kind of that was my whole point. Is that I do think that this will be. I won't be surprised if we don't get a single. PS4 title next uh, in 2024. Like I, I, I do think that majority of the titles are going to be like I, we, we will, we'll probably still get a couple, especially if you're talking about sports, because sports they just I mean they just kind of recycle the past five year games anyway. But um, but yeah, but for like the next Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I don't see that being PS4 at all. I wouldn't. It would be terrible if that ever happened. If they do that. It will probably mess up the whole thing because now you're trying to go forward and backwards. You don't need to do that. Exactly. And I, I don't see them doing it anyway because when they did the integrate, it was just PlayStation Five exclusive. Yeah, which is exactly what I was like. That was one of the comments that I made as well on Saturday, and you guys could watch that too as well for the uh, video game uh, gaming league. Um, that's what was one of the comments I made. I was just like, yeah, they made P- uh, uh, Final Fantasy Seven remake for PS4 and PS5, but that was before even the PS5 even came out. So of course they're going to make it for the PS4 if it's ready to go and they've already spent all this time making it for the PS4 but then when they went ahead and if they're still catering to that PS4 audience then Integrate would have been on the PS4 as well they didn't make that in mind that anyone's going to be on the PS4 anymore they were anticipating that there wasn't going to be a shortage of consoles for the PS5 and Xbox Series X and that the next generation of gaming will be here at this moment it was delayed because of COVID and then on top of that, ultimately because of um, the, the supply constraints, so it was delayed because of that, which is which is honestly the only reason why I can think as to why we're still looking at Xbox Series One, or not Xbox One, and uh, PlayStation Four games still being made this year. After this year, I can see that drastically changing to where there might not even be coming out with any more for PS Four 
or Xbox One next year. Would not shock me one bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but as far as yeah, back on over to the Harry Potter like that. That like I mean again, excited for anyone that's a Harry Potter fan and they're looking forward to that. Um, I will peep it if there's a demo. I will play it. I I know Mildewy Carrot will be playing it as well and. Hopefully, we'll be able to get his video game review on it after he beats it. Um, but, yeah, th- this is just exciting for the industry, but it doesn't do anything for me. And and I know you're in the same boat as me on that one. Yeah, I never really got into it. Story number three, which we made story number four, is are we getting a February PlayStation Showcase? Anish Shukla from Game Rant says this in the article. Word around the rumor mill is that there could be a new PlayStation State of Play event the first one of 2023 coming soon, bringing on lots of gaming footage, uh, content, and news from many ga- uh, different games to be released during the year. Fans are always excited to hear more PlayStation news and learn more of their favorite games, so they are looking forward to each one of the PlayStation State of Play events throughout the year. PlayStation's last State of Play event was in September 2022. What? I don't think... I think they messed that up which revealed the story trailer for God of War Ragnarok, announced multiple games for Sinduality, unveiled the exclusive quest for Hogwarts Legacy, and much more. I don't remember a state of play being in September. I I know that there was one at the beginning of the year, and that was a banger state of play because, yeah, I don't know if there was one in September. There probably was one. Cause I know, uh, yeah, it I, looks I know, like there was one. It was September. I'm looking at November 14th. I, I'm assuming we reacted to it. So if I looked in the archives, we probably, I probably would see something. Play. Yep, everything announced. That's when they announced taking a God of War Ragnarok Hogwarts Legacy. Is that where they showed off the controller for God of War Ragnarok? Probably taking a. Yeah, cause I, yep, yep, God of War Ragnarok gets new limited edition dual. Sense. Okay, so yeah, so okay, so I do. I guess, I guess, I just don't remember it being. Maybe it just wasn't like as impactful as the first one in the year. So yeah, it doesn't look like it's nothing really big in here. Yeah. So you know what? You know what? They did have a state of play. They just didn't have a showcase. That's why. That's what it is. The showcases are like the big kahunas. The state of plays in past typically are like mediocre. But the state of play at the beginning of 2022 was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. But anyway. The PlayStation Last State of Play event was in uh, September 2022, which revealed a story trailer for God of War Ragnarok, announced multiple games, uh, Sin Duality, unveiled exclusive quest for Hogwarts Legacy, and much more. So this year, uh, so this year, there is to be even more exciting news and gameplay showed off during the State of Play events, as there are many games and hardware releases coming to coming in the next few months. PlayStation Lifestyle Magazine rounded up a bunch of news that they were able to find on 4chan, Twitter, and other sources about the rumor that the PlayStation State of Play event sometime in February. The rumor is founded is founded on the fact that PSVR 2, PlayStation's second generation of virtual reality gaming wear, is set to release on February 22nd, which would definitely call for a State of Play event style, uh, or a State of Play style event that shows off the latest headsets capabilities and maybe even announce more titles for it so yeah so that's exciting um i do if they have if this state of play ends up being very similar to the state of play at the beginning of last year 
I'm fully excited about it. Um, I want to ask you this. Do you think we would get a state of play in January at all? Or do you think the earliest that we would have is going to be February? February. I don't see nothing coming out in January. Unless Xbox sneaks one in or something and there's been, there's been no talk. It's not one of those things that you would try to keep under the under the radar. You would want to wet people's appetite. Honestly, so you would want to get that out. I think. I mean, now, granted, I don't. I'm with you. I don't think that they'll be showing anything this month. But as I'm looking at the calendar right now, we are in the second week technically of, of January. We still technically have three weeks to go of January. We have the rest of this week. Well, if you want to talk the rest of this week, we have four weeks really, but. We have the rest of this week. We got next week until the 21st. We have the week after that until the 28th. And then we have until Tuesday the 31st for PlayStation to do something. I don't I don't think Xbox is going to show anything until Summer Game Fest or E3. They, they don't really have, unless there's something, like, unless they have a lot of titles that they're working on that we just absolutely don't know about. The only things that they're going to show off is more uh, Redfall gameplay, trail, uh, gameplay and then hype up things around Starfield. And that's kind of it. Like, I don't see them coming out with anything else. Like, they don't have anything to showcase right now. Again, unless there's, like, a crap load of stuff that they've been working on in secret for the past, like, four years. <laughs> to be honest, they should be. I don't see... The big thing about... Uh, the reason why they acquired all those companies from experts, I don't think, like I said, I don't think that's coming out. But I think they will start finally revealing a lot of stuff. A lot of people, I feel like, are hitting a boiling pit with them boiling uh it's hitting, hitting just coming up to the top i'm mm. gonna say it differently because i can't really think the boiling point yeah i drew a blank but um, <laughs> because at the beginning of the year it was one of the first things that phil spencer addressed that people are really getting frustrated with them because it's like we bought these companies okay mm -hmm. outside of starfield in Redfall, I think of the two, Starfield looks way better. I think Redfall is going to be okay. I don't think it's going to be like a breakout hit or anything. Mm -hmm. But I could be wrong. I'm right there with you. Um, but outside of those two, it's been very quiet. And they do have, like I said, banger titles. I mean, you have Hellblade 2, which showed up. And then just kind of disappeared. We have not really seen or heard anything from any of the other other studios. I know they've been dealing heavily, probably with the whole what is that thing the um, the Activision Blizzard situation right now, and make sure that goes through. But outside of that, um, outside of that, it's been nothing else. There was actually a, a, a report about that, um, and we don't. I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to derail the conversation to this, but there was something that came out recently where Xbox had to drop a claim uh, for uh, for the, the claim against uh, the FTC. They had to recently drop a claim for whatever it was. Um, I have to see exactly what the phrasing was. But I know that they pretty much had to drop, the, pretty much they had to drop a claim of, uh, at, like, of being sued by the FTC. And, and then after that, uh, Activision had to do the same thing. Um, I know that a lot of their uh, hearings are going to be happening in August from what it looks like. Like they had one hearing in uh, January 3rd, but then there's like another hearing that's happening in like August. So they have some time, obviously, but 
I know that what came out of one of those hearings is the fact that they had to drop one of the claims or whatever like that for, I don't know, like unfair competition or something. It was something weird like that. But continue. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm looking it up as well. But besides that, it's been virtually nothing. And like I said, they got good companies. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got Obsidian, you've got... Uh, was it Team Ninja? I think they got Team Ninja. Yeah, I, th I think Team Ninja's under them now. Yeah, Team Ninja. Um, you got, of course, Bethesda. Uh, I want to make this little announcement real fast, just in case. If you guys are looking to upgrade to the next-gen consoles... Whether you Xbox, Team Xbox, or Team PlayStation, don't wait. Do not wait. Because I see that there's an article from four days ago that Xbox Series S, they increased the price of it. Not in the United States, luckily, but they did in India. But it is one of those things where it's like if they're if they're increasing the prices of these consoles, you want to get them while they're cheap or cheaper. Alright, oh, here it is. It says, Microsoft admits mistake, removes inflammatory FTC lawsuit claim. So I'll send you the, art I'll send you the article itself so you could be like a little required read reading if you guys want to check it out. But if you guys are uh, listening right now, it's Grace Benfitfell had said it on GameSpot.com. And then for you there, Nineball, like, again, we won't talk about it today, but I'll at least throw it inside the chat. So if you want to take a look at it a little bit later. You, right. you can, but um, but yeah, but yeah, they had they ended up having to remove its claim that the it, that's literally what they said. They said uh, just the first sentence says Microsoft has removed its claims that the Federal Trade Commission violates the U.S. Constitution and admits it made that it made a mistake. So they didn't they didn't really have any grounds basis on that, which is part of the reason why they ended up having to remove it. But yeah, like I said, articles there. Uh, Gamespot.com. Go to Grace Benfell's article if you guys want to read more about about that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, like, and, and with that, again, kind of going back to showcases in general, I can see, I can see Nintendo Switch having a showcase this month, even though it wouldn't be this month, but I can see Nintendo Switch coming out with something this month. I can see PlayStation come out with something this month. I, I, I think the earliest we're going to see anything from Xbox legitimately is going to be close to like April, maybe May. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, that's nice. That's, Go ahead. If anybody, it would be Nintendo. Because if they're saying February for... Um, PlayStation? PlayStation, yeah. They wouldn't drop anything before then. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I think I would see... Now, again, I, I'm, this is all just speculation. All is rumors. Right now, no, no company is doing anything this month. But if in the likelihood of Nintendo doing something first, I can see that happening. But here's the thing, though, with Nintendo. They can, at least in my in my lenses... They'll have showcases and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, they'll have the Nintendo Directs and it'll just be a whole bunch of nothing. And then that's that. So, like, I can see Nintendo doing stuff even if they don't have stuff. Nintendo's such a weird company. They really I are. Mean, they do, I mean, don't get me wrong. They do release some really good games. It's just sometimes how they do stuff is just weird. I, I hear you. I, I hear you. But yeah, so we'll see about next month to see if we're going to have ourselves a little PlayStation State of Play. See if we're going to see some Spider-Man 2s up in there, a little bit more details on Wolverine. See if we're going to see some Final Fantasy 16. See if we see anything about seven Final Fantasy 7 Remake re or Rebirth. You know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll have to see about all of that. Hogwarts Legacy, maybe some PSVR 2 stuff, maybe some Call of the Mountain. 
You know, maybe uh, maybe we'll see uh, Ghost of Tsushima 2, whatever that's going to be. Maybe some Last of Us factions. Maybe we will see that uh, MMO R or the MMO RPG or multiplayer settings of Horizon that they were discussing previously. There's just so much that PlayStation can talk about, and I and I'm looking forward to it. But we'll see if that's going to happen. In. Go ahead. If I'm thinking if they have it, it's probably going to be mainly focused around PlayStation VR. You think, think so? They, they really they gotta pitch something. You told remember the price of that thing? I a thousand percent agree with you. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. They need to sh they need to show why this game is worth almost six hundred dollars, or this system is worth yeah. almost six hundred dollars. Yeah, it's about as much as the console. It's more than the console. It's yeah, it's more than the console, and basically, it's not. I mean, you got Call of the Mountains, but. I can't really think what, what games are on the PlayStation VR. There's a, there's a lot of VR stuff, like there's gonna be Beat Saber that's there. I think they're gonna have Astro uh, Astro Astrobot Rescue Mission, whatever. Like they're gonna have stuff, but I want to see more. Why do I need to ditch my Oculus Quest? Why do I need to ditch my PSVR yeah, one for the PSVR two? Well, they got okay. So we're looking at games confirmed. Call of the Mountain. Star Wars, <laughs> Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, Resident Evil Village, Dark Pictures, Switchback, VR by Supermassive, Crossfire, The Light Brigade, Cities VR, Cosmon, Cosmon, yes. Hello Neighbor, Jurassic World, I don't know about these, Pistol yeah. Whip VR, Zenith, After the Fall, Tentacular, Tentacular, Heard that? One more. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's it's not a huge list. It's not it's not that big of a list, and they have to get they have to get more games. People want to see more and more games. Mm hmm. Okay. A lot of these don't really draw you. I mean, yeah, you got Beat Saber, but okay. Yeah, I don't know if I said it. Maybe after the fall looks okay, but well, again, like you said it best is out of all those games, there's only one game that I care to play immediately, and that's Horizon's Call of the Mountain. Yeah. Like I, I was going to be the guinea pig for, uh, for PSVR two, but not. I'm not going to be a six hundred dollar guinea pig. You know, I mean, that price got to drop or they got to come out with some banger titles that I desperately need to play. Because right now there's only one, Call of the Mountain, and I'm not picking up a $600 console for one game. Okay, they got more games. Um, Demio and Graham. Yeah, now I'm going to wait for these re releases to happen and then I got to see them. Oh, they got No Man's Sky coming out. Yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. That's already in VR right now. It's like everything. Yeah, so... Um, a couple fun ones for you guys real quick before we actually wrap up the stream where uh, I'm actually going to be jumping on some Warzone with Bailey Levu, the birthday boy, uh, when we get done with this. So kind of got to kind of power through these two right here. There's a couple Madden changes that's out there. Zach Zinwin from Kotaku says this in the article. Last week during the first quarter of the NFL game between Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals, Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapses after making a tackle. Hamlin required CPR while on the field and was taken away via ambulance. Now reportedly in the aftermath of the scary incident, EA Sports are removing celebration animation from uh, the Madden 20, uh, NFL 2023. 
which means uh, players mimic giving others CPR. Injuries happen in the NFL all the time, but during last week's Monday night football game between the Bills and the Bengals, Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest and needed oxygen and uh, CPR on the field. After Hamlin was taken away by the paramedics to be put on a breathing tube, the players remained on the field, looked shaken up by the terrifying incident, and the game was eventually postponed. Hamlin, thankfully, they should have corrected that and just say canceled because that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. They just pleaded. I think it said it was like, I forgot what they called it. This DNF did not finish. Yeah. Um, Hamlin thankfully survived and is no longer in critical condition thanks to a large part of the, uh, to the CPR that he received on the field. So, yeah, so I saw this. I mean, obviously, you guys, I just read the article there. If you guys are not aware, uh, safety, Damar Hamlin had went inside cardiac arrest after he tackled T. Higgins. Higgins was making a beautiful, he made a beautiful catch, was running across the, the field, crossed the 50-yard line, got the first down, um, ran out of, out of room. Uh, so Hamlin's coming up to make the play, and just like T. Higg- like any other uh, running back or running back or wide receiver, any player that has the ball would do. Uh, Higgins fought for more yards, so he charged forward. It was a routine tackle. T. Higgins is not at fault for that. Yeah, I don't know why people was. They said people was threatening because they're idiots. They're idiots. They're absolute I morons. Mean, they don't yeah. know the the concept of the game. But yeah, it's not like he did that on purpose. Exactly. Like, yeah, he he, he fought he fought for yards on purpose. He wasn't trying to put a yeah. man in the freaking hospital. So if you guys have a problem with that, just unfollow us right now because you're idiots. You are a complete moron if you think that that was T Higgins' fault. But anyway, I digress. Um, on over to here, like he collapsed. They they both like they both crashed into each other. Came down, down was over. They both stood up, going back to their sides. And before Demar Hamlin could take another step forward, he took like two steps, and then just fell to the ground. And it was one of the scariest things I've never seen anything like that happen before on live TV. And that ended up happening first time in like twenty something years for football. And it was crazy. It was scary. That could have happened to anybody in any sport. That really could have happened to anybody in any sport. So once again, if you guys are blaming T. Higgins for that, then we don't want your company because you are absolute trash. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, but yeah, they removed the CPR celebration because that is a little insensitive. And now I'll say this on a side note: I know I'm a Bengals fan. I'm not saying this just because uh, I am a Bengals fan and I hate the Steelers. But Steelers, man, they they are some insensitive people or absolutely did not had a poor choice of, of timing when it uh when it comes to their celebration because this past sunday against the browns they did they did a cpr celebration <laughs> when when they uh when they tackled uh deshaun watson that's why they're sitting on the outside lines yeah. outside looking yeah and the, yeah so then yeah they're the, the obviously the player got some uh criticism for that and he's just like, oh no, that was no intentions for the what was happening. I wasn't making fun of Demar Hamlin. Okay, I get you, but this, that's the reason why. I'm just saying in general, I don't like Steelers uh, fans for that reason. And I say that I say that loosely because I do have some Steelers fan friends, and I and I love them obviously. But it's just yeah, one of those things. We where... still love our Steelers fans, so don't get us wrong. <laughs> we don't. We don't hate but, Steelers. <laughs> but yeah, but it is one of those things. Where it's just like, did you really did not think that through? You did not think that through, especially this close that was not even a full week ago for the damar hamlin uh issue and now you're already doing the cpr crap 
So, anyway, um, yeah. So if you guys are trying to do the uh, the Madden cha- uh, the Madden uh, celebration, trying to be funny with the CPR, you can't do it anymore, punks. There you go. And then mixed breeding is this uh, fun one number two. Darren Bonthus from GameSpot says this in the article. Ever looked at your Nintendo Switch Joy-Con controllers and wish that they have more uh, of a GameCube vibe to it? Well, then strap in for some good news as Nixie has revealed a new Wizards Wireless Joypad controller, which is currently available uh, for the nice price of $69. It seems like uh, the manufacturers are having uh, storefront issues at the moment, so you may have to circle back if interested in buying a controller. And if you guys get a chance to get, make sure you guys go in the GameSpot checking out Darren Bonthus' uh, uh, article on this one. And it literally is a Nintendo Switch controller that is styled like a uh, like a uh, n- n- Nintendo GameCube. It's purple. It has the the two different shades of purple, or three different shades of purple, actually, I guess you could say, because um, I know there's a dark purple, a purple, and like a uh, grayish purple and then some gray tint to it as well. I swear to God, play uh, Xbox. I sometimes think Nintendo people just take acid. I, I, hey, you preach to the choir, my brother. You preach to the some choir. Some of the things they can like that controller was one of the weirdest looking controllers I've ever seen, <laughs> and I never forget it because it looked like that. He was like, somebody thought of that. Yeah. Somebody else made it. <laughs> 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 It's perfect. Just go over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you love to see it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we appreciate you guys for tuning in, right th- whether you're watching right now live or whether you guys are watching this later on on our uh, podcast services, which is YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case. Make sure you guys are following us on ALWT Gaming. ALWT Gaming stands for At Least We Tried Gaming because At Least We Tried. Um, also, if you guys like energy drinks haven't done this in a while make sure you guys go to rep sports r-e-p-p sports.com type in lwt gaming at checkout for your raised energy drinks and you guys will get 15 percent off your bundle the humble bundle if you will 15 percent off if you type in lwt gaming at rep sports r-e-p-p sports.com type in lwt gaming at checkout get 50 percent off we appreciate you guys we love you guys we cannot wait to do more of this stuff for you guys for the rest of 2023 until next time everybody I am Malachi36. He is It's the Nine Ball. Control, Alt. Complete. Love you guys. Peace.